Seashells, seashells on the seashore. Welcome back, everyone. Thank you very much for taking the time to listen to this absolutely amazing podcast. Lovely Woo! to be here. Lovely to have you listeners. We are back. TikTok We're is blowing up episode. on a few videos, which is good. Getting some good engagement and love in the comment section. It is going very well. So thank you very much for everyone who's taking the time to engage. I thought I was going to kick the episode Sorry, off. mate. Kick off. Go for it. Not too late. So... We're gonna do not say the title of the episode. They do not need to know what number of the episode we're on. Episode 27. We're actually 28. Fuck off, are we really? No, 27. Oh, but you didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, you didn't know that. I knew that. I, that. I, I, I was right. Um, good evening, good afternoon, good morning, whatever time of the day you may be listening to this podcast. Welcome back. Thank you very much, everyone. How are you today, Mr. Daniel? Mate, really good. Happy to be here. Um, happy to have Mr. Oaks here. Hello, sir. Yeah, good actually. Really, really good. Good. Happy to be here. Good to see Mr. Oaks. It's a lovely day for a bloody good day. I'm excited. Not gonna ask I am. How are you today, mate? I've had a coffee. I've uh, I've had a busy day. I've got loads of energy. How are you today? I'm over this episode already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over it. How are you? Go on, tell um, me. How are you? I'm good. I'm as good as you. Had a lovely busy week at work. Mm-hmm. Getting lit up, mm-hmm. not in the sense of drunkenness, but lit up in the sense of busyness. Um, and yeah, just taking each day as it comes. Looking forward to today's podcast mm. and just chatting shite and changing people's lives. That's it, mate. Episode by episode. Episode by episode. TikTok by TikTok. Real IG by, by real. IG. There we go. Facebook by Facebook. And YouTube, YouTube by YouTube. YouTube. You know what I mean? But uh, to start off today, we have another feedback. Mm. It's a long one. Look how long that is. Mate, oh, fuck, I'm not reading that. Bloody well, I'm not, obviously, I'm not going to let you read it. <laughs> I actually can't read, that's why. <laughs> You'd be like, you tell... <laughs> you have <laughs> educated... Education. Um, you are nah. well-educated. So this person's actually been listening, has listened wow. to all our pods. Thank um, you. So she's like, you can tell that you both have come... You can tell that you both have become a lot more educated and aware of the topics that you discuss. You talk with more confidence, but also are able to debate and have a joke with it. I think you both connect so well together, too, which makes it engaging. Both bring in different sides of the table. I disagree with Dan on the sexual drive thing, because I personally think it creates a blockage in the relationship by having the attitude of always needing sex. Everyone goes through phases with sex, Mm. although, of course, some are one extreme to the next, which is different. I always stand by that relationships can go through phases as well and that's why you have to stick out at them for a little while. There could be so many factors making issues in the relationship and you have to look at the core of it to understand if the relationship doesn't work or not. I read this book. Um, wait, what? Oh, I read this book for couples therapy and it's so interesting about how our, our upbringing and how it completely results in how we react to our partners and situation. When you realize, when you recognize it, you can make action in it and move forward from it. But if you don't acknowledge and embrace, you'll just continue in a rut. First of all, um, do we know the? Do I know the person? Um, um, yeah, I can neither no. confirm nor deny. Okay. Well, first of all, the person who's listening, thank you very much for the feedback. Really appreciate it. Massive dab for that, bosh bosh. Um, secondly, Sorry for people watching on YouTube. Secondly, with the comment to that, I did see some of the comments on TikTok, and <clears throat> one of the things I, I want to address is that 
in no way, shape, or form, obviously, you know, for TikTok, you can only gather, obviously, this person's listened to the episode, you can only get people's attention for a very short period of time, and obviously, the situation is never going to be completely black and white. What I'm saying is, of course, with any relationship, you've got a few main pillars. You know, you'd have your sexual chemistry, your emotional compatibility, your, you know, intelligence matched, all, all these different things, but sexual compatibility is one of them. But yeah, of course, it's, it's not always going to be linear. It's not always going to be something simplistic you know someone correct could have come from trauma childhood abuse sexually abused there are so many different things that could have led that person to that point mm. what i'm saying is that it is it, something it could that also needs come to be addressed the relationship that they're currently in correct and correct. not just the past 100 i'm saying it's definitely something that needs to be addressed because without that it leads to relationships becoming stale it's something that needs to be addressed and it can either be sorted and resolved or it won't be. But 100% relationship isn't about sex, but it is a massive core value in any relationship with all the other, you know, few pillars. But yeah, anyway, thank you for the feedback and hopefully that kind of explains it. Um, yeah, anyone that is listening, I'm sure we all know that social media is a place to quickly grab someone's attention and, you know, it did exactly that. And if that's led people to listen for further information... Job well done. And if you don't, you're stupid. Exactly. You're a fucking idiot. Sorry for the unnecessary swearing. <laughs> <laughs> Your mum's not said anything for a while. Maybe because I haven't been swearing enough. And swearing I, enough. I've not been swearing enough. Not as much. No, she's, I think she did. She commented on something. She's just given up now. She's like, whatever. Yeah, she's just like, oh, good. Aww. Over it. But anyway, um, as usual, everyone, follow us on IG, TikTok, mm. YouTube, Facebook. Listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Mm. And please give us five stars on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify, please. We'll yep. be highly, highly, highly appreciated. Yeah. Every single like. Dwayne is able to put a dollar towards Oakley's food for the month, so make sure he's fed. Isn't that right? He just stares at you wherever you go. It's so adorable to watch. When you're in the gym, you upload those IG videos. You just <laughs> literally, wherever you just, are. Uh, just, he almost breaks his neck to try and see through the machines to get to me. He just wants to make sure <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> he always, when, I, when I take his collar off, he always looks naked, doesn't he? Yeah. Just like, why put some clothes on me. Oh, he's so cute. But anyway, what are we talking anyway, about today? I'll let, you take, I'll, you, I'll let you take the role for this one, or unless you're passing it straight to me. I'm passing over to you. I'm intrigued. Um, one of the things I, I really wanted, to, one of the things I've been thinking about is that in the world of dating, relationships, and I guess bringing in like mental health that has been blowing up over the last couple of years, I think the word vulnerability has been thrown around a lot by people in okay. the industry on Instagram to get views, to get likes, whatever it is. Even by people, the word vulnerability is thrown around a lot. And something that I've been thinking about and that I've heard and, you know, looked into a little bit is there's a massive difference between being vulnerable. Sorry, there's a massive difference between being vulnerable and emotionally dumping on someone. Okay. So I'll give you an example of that. Being vulnerable, if I were to come to you and say, let's say we're in a relationship, which we're not. <laughs> if I was, I don't know why I, I don't know why that, you said I to use that example. Why, why is it that we're why in a relationship? Because someone said that once. They were like, are you guys in a relationship? I was like, absolutely not. He, doesn't go, he doesn't go for white guys. <laughs> Damn wishes he could get with me. <laughs> he, uh, my mum would be fuming. Anyway. It's like Premier League. <laughs> right. And then we got League 2. <laughs> You're obviously uh, Premier League. Oh, thanks, mate. You're I, welcome. I appreciate it. I'm just trying to work my way up in the white um, man's world. Anyway, so there's a massive difference between being vulnerable and emotionally dumping. And I'll give you an example. If you're in a relationship, 
and I came to you and I said, hey, look, I'm, I'm feeling really shit over the last week. I'm feeling really insecure, not really attractive or sexy in myself. And I think the reason for that is I haven't been working out. I haven't been eating properly and I haven't really been treating myself with the care that I know I need. And I think moving forward, that's really something I want to focus on. Okay. What that does is it opens up for A, a solution, B, feedback from the person you're dating and it allows you to move forward. Emotionally dumping on someone is I feel really shit. I'm fat and no one ever accepts me for who I am. <laughs> what that does is essentially closes off the whole conversation. It annuls you of all responsibility and it just chucks your shit on the other person. Yeah. Vulnerability is accepting that there's a problem and you're willing to work on it. Emotionally dumping is basically using that person as a garbage disposal. And I don't think that's fair for anyone. So let's stop fucking emotionally dumping. If you want to be vulnerable, actually work on being vulnerable. Are you proje- I feel like you're projecting. No, it's just that it's quite interesting. <laughs> you definitely, definitely projected. I think it's quite interesting. I don't know what's happened during the week or the last couple of weeks, but I feel like you're projecting. But I completely agree. Yeah, like in your <laughs> okay, past relationships, you have you come across that before? I know I have. I've come across where, that. What, someone you felt like they're emotionally dumping on you? Like girlfriends or even friends or of friends. mine where it's like, yeah. you know, like I'm just trying to open up and I'm telling that person. It's like, well, you're not. You, you're not being vulnerable. Like you, you like to think you're being vulnerable. You're really not. You're just dumping your stuff on them and expecting them to like organize it for you that's yeah. not the same as coming to a conversation accepting an area of your life that needs focus on and being like this is what I'm A this is what I'm doing to work and it will be I'm leaving this open if you have any feedback I'd really love to hear that that's yeah. like that's being vulnerable that's just sharing in like an open environment that's that's a healthy way to communicate with someone yeah and I think I do I agree and I think a lot of people would almost do this quote-unquote vulnerability but it'd actually be mm. emotional dumping mm. as a means of also trying to <clears throat> like create this like surface level fake ass that was disgusting i know sorry sorry yeah that came out by accident oh my goodness gracious <laughs> to create this like surface level fake ass kind of like connection that you can build with someone by like giving them almost and a tiny bit of you mm. but not actually allow them any part of you if that makes sense mm. so you kind of like give them like a breadcrumb mm. of information to make them feel as if oh my goodness he's open up but really mm. they haven't actually because they haven't actually told you anything yeah. that's like mm. any level in your head any potentially mm. of vulnerability 100% and I also think going back to one of your points is that whenever someone's feeling, uh, wanting to be vulnerable there is a sense of well, what if there's something within you that you have a problem with? It's like, what are you going to do to kind of fix that? You know what I mean? Are you just talking for the mm. sake of it? Or is there a level of you that's accepted it and trying to now, okay, let me improve your gym, your fat, um, yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, okay, you feel overweight. Are you going to start eating better? Mm. Going to start going to the gym? Mm. Okay. And your relationship with your partner is not great. Are you going to work mm. on it? Are you going to try and figure out? Mm what you're going to do to even make this better or are you just wanting to just talk about it for the sake of talking Mm. about it so i think there's a level of just emotional dumping where you're just saying everything for the sake of it and the vulnerability part coincides with okay how can i navigate this and make it better so that you're actually improving on your life your relationship work life whatever you know what i mean it takes a level of like it takes a level of like (laughs) self-awareness it's like as as another example you know if let's say you're, you're a single lad and you like go to your mate you're like oh 
I'm finding it really hard to approach women. I think that I'm really insecure because I'm thinking about the issues of rejection. Yeah. Um, I think I overthink the situations so because of that I don't move forward with stuff I want versus I'm ugly, no girl ever wants to speak to me, I don't get any attention. You're like, wow, that's just, they're so different in like the outcome of what you're trying to get in the delivery and I guess, you know, it's also almost just like, the mindset of that person. It's almost like what was me. It's like yeah, yeah, exactly. the whole world against me, no mm. women want me. It's just like, well, energy people can like feed off energy and if this is the energy that you have for yourself as a person where you feel like the world is against you no woman wants you all these women are aren't like (coughs) worse shit or if you're a girl and you're like all these men are dickheads like you are literally attracting that energy of Mm -hmm. dickhead because that's the that's the version of men that is in your head constantly you don't think in your head or if you're a guy you don't think in your head i'm gonna meet amazing women women are amazing if you're not thinking that then whenever you go out into the into the wild and all that's in your head is like all these men are dickheads, mm. all these men are dickheads, you're one gonna attract you're one gonna attract dickheads, or you're probably gonna potentially attract a nice guy, but then find every single fault in that dude. Yeah. Or find every single fault in that woman. Um and then just ruin it. Because you already have this preconceived idea of what a man and a woman is. Mm. And that could be for a multitude of reasons. Bad experiences with yeah ex-partners relationships bad experiences as a childhood when it came to like your relationship with your parents with your father your mother so it's all sometimes it can all be like for a legit reason but i think it's so important when it comes to the self-awareness thing being aware of the idea that you could have these preconceived ideas of the opposite sex or whatever your sexual orientation is and it's probably something you need to address, mm. which kind of covers 100%. in like the question I asked <coughs> yeah, during the week in my IG, which is when you first meet the person of the opposite sex or the, the gender in which you find attractive, when you first meet them, what what is like your first perception of them? What do you think? Do you think the worst or do you assume the or the, do you assume the best? And what do you kind of do with that information? Uh, me personally, maybe let me know if it's a really vague response, but. I go into everything pretty open-minded with like okay. no real, maybe like, I don't know, maybe years ago, I would have maybe had an assumption based on a number of different things, but now, I've, no, not really. Mm. Like, I think that you, I think I would make assumptions based on that person's personality based off the first couple of like few minutes of conversation. Yeah. You can assess like what kind of person they are. Are they open? Are they closed? Are they yeah. extroverted? Are they introverted? Is there a judgment from that? Not really. Like I think everyone becomes more comfortable the more you know them. But if you're asking what's my initial reaction, he's just coming in with a random. <laughs> he's like comes to you like, is this good? Is that is that <laughs> I'm good? I'm recording a podcast. Work away, man. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but I think you know straight into a situation. If that's the question, no, I think I, I go to it with no kind of like preconception. Yeah. Just like looking to have a good time and good conversation, engaging, you know, yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, I agree. You? I agree to a level. I think there's always like this idea where people can have a preconception um, of someone based on a multitude of reasons. How like they look, how they look, how they, how they dress, where they're from, mm. their, their job. Mm like if you were to tell someone you work in sales you're like dickhead yeah 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 you know okay, what yeah, I mean? yeah 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 you know what yeah, I mean? yeah 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 you i usually avoid telling people if i want to date i work in <laughs> but that, sales but that's the thing like yeah people, that's fair and 
a lot of people say, oh, you like you don't do that, but like everyone does them. it. Yeah. But every a lot of people said like, yeah, oh, it just fair. it goes up. But if anyone comes to me and say you never judge someone based off any kind of like mm. superficial, um, I don't know, worldly kind of variable is it's a lie if I was on a date with someone and I was like what do you do for a job that like, I'm an influencer I would just think you're a twat if, if that's like the first thing they would say I maybe would have like a bit yeah. of a preconcept I'd be like oh, just are like, you just like really like up yourself and yeah, egotistical exactly. you know maybe that's not a fair judgement and you know but that maybe is like yeah something I'd be like oh. but like influencer is such a, like a yeah. broad term it's yeah. just like you can't just say an influencer like what are you influencing like yeah. what area because you're not in it's like are you influencing people in food mm. are you influencing people in a fashion mm. and tech you know what I mean if I think like, that's the difference because yeah, if someone's like oh, I'm an influencer it's like, but, like yeah. I, I can say I'm an influencer because I probably influence my friends yeah. in certain way well I definitely influence <laughs> Dan but you know what I mean it's like those levels to yeah. influence so I think the issue with that is like but what is what, the, what does that what, mean yeah what does that mean yeah. Like it doesn't, it doesn't tell me anything. It just tells me that you may have a decent following in some social media platform yeah. and people like and comment <coughs> telling you you're fit or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, <laughs> yeah. That's literally what that is. Basically, I've got a massive bunder and I get loads of likes on Insta. <laughs> decent. Sweet. Good job. I just wear bikinis at Bondi. Yeah. What do you do? Uh, yeah. I just, yeah. I just, I just wear bikinis on, on Bondi <laughs> Beach. Yeah. But someone, uh, someone responded to this saying, mm. I think this question can definitely depend on the circumstances and the setting of the two people but to sum up what i think you're asking i always go into meeting anybody with an open mind and positive attitude in the hope that they have a good slash the right intentions like myself their energy will usually speak for themselves so it's pretty easy to know if they're going to waste your time or not i can think the way i do because i believe that everyone deserves a chance and i got a kind of heart and the good soul but in saying that, if your energy is off and your vibe is telling me otherwise, then I don't waste my time because I'm a baddie and I know my worth. <laughs> I've always had this perception, but previous relationships where I saw it all and was mistreated has helped me realize it further. Do you know what? A few things in that, like, there's so much, like, just self-development in that. The fact that you can say, you know, I've been through growth, but that mm. hasn't, like, ruined my perception of dating it's just exactly. made me more like self-aware mm. i think it's incredible like that's a really good bit of like self-development because so many people they have these issues and they go well that's why i'm like this it's because yeah. of this and this and this and it's like well you're not really helping yourself are you yeah you're exactly. not really learning anything from from the situation but but leading into that i think that's a really it's a great way to enter it you know everyone deserves a chance and i think that when it does come to dating i think it's like gambling i don't know if i've said this before but it's like when you go into the casino, you know, you go in there with an amount of money you're willing to lose. Mm. So you go in and you're like, I've got 200 quid, I'm going in and I'm ready to lose that. I think the big issue that people have is when they lose that money, then they go, sweet, I'm going to go to the cash point and pull out another two grand yeah. or another couple of hundred quid. I think more, more like self-aware, more experienced daters would be like, if I lose that money, I'm done. Okay. I've invested the money I'm willing to lose. I'm not now doubling down. And that's okay. You're prepared to do that. But understand where to walk away from the table. Is the table what, that one person? Yeah, yeah. It's oh, that okay. one person. So if I go and I'm like, you know what? I'm willing to like put <clears throat> some energy into this situation. I've got a limited amount of energy. I'm willing to get rid of that and yeah. see what happens. And if nothing comes from it, cool. I'm not going to start throwing more unnecessarily at it. Yeah. I know I'm not getting Especially anything back from it. Especially if the energy is not being reciprocated. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's why loads of women 
Um, you know, sorry, you know, it could be men as well, but like loads of women Sexist. I hear, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck, we're gonna get cancelled. <laughs> loads of women are get fucked. Loads of you know women I speak to, they're like, oh, you know, I go on all these dates and I invest all this time, and it's like, oh, one second, one second. There would have been a point where you would have had that first thought: should I be investing more time? And you went, yeah, I'm gonna keep throwing more at it. Yeah, that is the point where you've expended the amount of money you're willing to lose, and you went. I'm going to cash out everything I've got left in the account. Yeah. That's not their problem. That's your problem for not being self-aware enough and smart enough to walk away. And it's not like you were dating that. This is like the very early stages of dating mm. someone. Be self-aware enough to know you have an amount to lose and then walk away from the situation. But what, like, if, what if the person on the other side was doing the whole like breadcrumbing thing? Uh, no, this is like if you've, if you've been on a date with them and this actually leads on to like... What, after like one date? Stop. Stop listening to people and start looking at people's actions because mm. people give away very quickly and very easily if they're a genuine person mm. people on a date could be like oh i want to do this and i'm so like this and okay i was like oh he said all these things yeah but what's he shown you yeah what's he done oh what's nothing done? But, I'm, but i'm willing to give it the next three months to find out he's still not done it but he's saying he will you're clearly not like tapping into what's happening yeah stop People cannot maintain those. People cannot maintain those level of actions for a long period of time. Just look at their actions, ignore their words, and you'll understand very quickly when to walk away from the table. It's as simple as that. No one can hold up a facade like that for for that long. You'd right. be surprised. Yeah, well, like you know what I mean, the unicorns. But it's very rare. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If I meet you and I'm like, oh yeah, you love hiking. Oh, I love hiking and fucking going doing this every weekend. How long can I do that before I'm absolutely exhausted? <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> this is like. Pretending yeah. like you're into hiking for like half like six, half a year. Yeah, I'm going to take you on holiday and meet, in, introduce you to my mate a year later. Oh, he said he's still going to do it. Oh, he's still saying that. Is he? Has he done it yet? No, but he said it. Oh, stop fucking listening and start maybe looking. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's the whole, yeah, actions speak larger than words, isn't it? Mm. At the end of the day. Mm. Massively. And I, I, I think that people are just swept away with... People are just swept away with like fantasizing and romanticizing and, you know, listening to what people say because in their mind when that person speaks, they're building up a fairy tale of what they're going to be like. He said all these things and all these, he said, listen Mm. to what you just said. He said those things. What's he doing? What's she doing? We're not. What's she doing? Just like attack, just attacking them. Sorry, this podcast. Or, or, today. or, or like, what's he doing? Yeah. What's she? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it, this this could be anyone. Um, yeah, I think there there is like. It took me a while to get to that stage because I used to do the whole romanticizing thing. Mm, it's easy, um, and it's so easy to do. Whenever you first meet someone, from a physical standpoint, they tick your boxes, and then from like, like a personality standpoint, they they tick uh, like quite a few of your boxes, and then you kind of because it's. At the end of the day, as as much as we know there's so many options out there in terms of women to date or men to date, whatever, a lot of times some of them just don't hit the mark in terms of what you need, even mm-hmm. though there's many options. So when you actually find someone out there that's like um that's like a person you could see yourself dating, it is so easy to then completely cut off mm. the logical the part logical of like, path yeah. yeah like the red flags that they may show you may let it slide because oh no but i've been trying this dating thing for ages and the last three or four or five weren't actually that great and this one's nice but this little red flag that i spotted within the first few weeks like i'll just ignore it and then after a while you'll realize actually wait that little red flag mm. that i saw at the start they've done it again yeah and now i I'm going to let it slide one more time. Yeah. And they keep doing that. Ooh, okay. Now I've just spotted another red flag. Yeah. And now you're kind of like tossing up between, 
do you really like this person or, or are you really romanticizing and almost falling in love with the idea of being in love with this person yep. or you fall in love with the idea of the future of what they could be because yeah they could be great and they're probably ticking different boxes that you've always wanted ticked by someone maybe your ex didn't tick and then oh my goodness this mm. new person ticks it but then there's like these little red flags that are popping up like but then you really do have to just fucking grab yourself by the neck and like nah mm. Like, I think a lot of people just don't feel like they deserve what they mm. they actually deserve. Yeah. People always lower their standard because they maybe had have had a lot of a lot of bad experiences with exes, or maybe they have just one experience with an ex that's kind <coughs> of like ruined maybe their self confidence, and they start. Because I I have a friend back home, um, and she listens to this podcast, but she she's like a catch, and she was like hanging out with these dudes and stuff, and. She was just like, why am I even hanging out with these guys? They're literally not even on my level. You know what I mean? What do you mean? As in, like, she's very successful, mm-hmm. beautiful. And then she felt because, like... She couldn't find anyone like that. She had to, like, level down. Yeah, she was, like, she was like mm-hmm. leveling herself. Well, there's there, obviously, you can find guys like that. But she says the guys that she was going for were, like, just, not on her yeah, level. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, what am I doing? Why am I, like, doing charity work just for the sake of it? <laughs> Why am I doing charity work? You know what work? I mean? But, like, that's the thing. And so many oh. so many women do do that. And men as well. Obviously, mm. you, you lower your Stop, standards. Just attacking men on this. I'm right? sorry. You lower your standards slightly a lot of times yeah. due to the fact that you may have had a bad experience and you sometimes just don't feel as if you deserve the love that you actually deserve, which is something that you fucking... You need to figure out. You mm. know what I mean? And again, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of understanding who you are as a person what you genuinely feel you bring to the table what you bring um to this world and then once you know that then no one can really fucking question your worth or 100%. even make you doubt your own worth you know what i mean bars mate that was good i like that that hit home yeah yeah i think that's really important when like moving into those kind of situations is yeah completely understand your self-worth i understand what you bring to the situation it comes down to expecting more than the bare minimum and i think so many people they're like oh well like he's nice he's just really nice okay so what's what's like the opposite oh, so he's not a dickhead yeah, he's, just, he's not <laughs> so a prick or she's not a prick or and they are he texts a prick. me constantly yeah. or he texts me he doesn't let, leave me on red for five days he doesn't like you know beat me and text his ex <laughs> oh wow that's fucking he, he, did, like, he didn't text great. his ex happy birthday oh, I mean, wow. it was her birthday today because I checked her IG wow that sounds great oh, oh he's amazing but like that also <clears> puts me into like why why do we think the modern dating world is so hard Why do you think that is? And you know what? For, just to start off, I think... To start off, I think one of the reasons why is that there's only one agreed-upon rule when it comes to dating. Uh-huh. Is that if you're in a relationship, you don't fuck or kiss anyone else. But with What? Mo- yeah, I swear. Fuck off. Yeah, I swear. You don't, you don't actually... You're not allowed... Once you're in a relationship, once you're a boyfriend, girlfriend, you don't... You don't... Oh, yeah. this makes so much sense. Yeah. Oh. But on top of that, I cool. think that's obviously like the universal rule. Once yeah. you're married, but if you're in a monogamous relationship or if you're in a monogamous relationship or marriage, mm-hmm. whatever, boyfriend and girlfriend, boyfriend boyfriend, whatever, whatever. Once you're in that, you don't sleep with other people. You don't kiss other people. But everything else below that, there is, there. it's like a gray area. People have different expectations of what different levels of a relationship means so for example you can meet a girl and 
you could start dating her and after three dates in her head she's probably thinking i'm not going to be dating anyone else i'm not going to be sleeping anyone else because that's just who she is as a person in the dating world but then you after three dates the idea of you not dating anyone else or sleeping anyone else isn't even going to your mind because in your head you just met this girl but the other girl could be thinking yeah that's i'm obviously not going to be dating anyone else and she hasn't even communicated that to you so there's like a discrepancy between expectations of each point and then you could get to a point where it could be three or four months down the line and she's probably still not sleeping with anyone else but you are and it's just like but you still don't know because one the conversation hasn't happened so i think that's like a massive part of how the dating world is back in the day you start dating you pretty much be only dating that person and then there you go from and boyfriend worse here there are like so many levels so many labels before you get to that exclusive part you know mm. what i mean exclusive and even exclusive to me is like you're technically a boyfriend and girlfriend without the actual title that's what exclusivity is to me really but again titles scare people it's hot in here isn't it it is the fans going um <sighs> titles scare people and and rightly so it's it's a weird like transition to go from being single then to say boyfriend girlfriend just because whenever you're boyfriend girlfriend it's like a proclamation <laughs> into the world of dating that you're off the market you know what i mean why are you laughing so much i'm feeling so bad <laughs> and it's also harder it's harder to hold people accountable when you don't have I my think eyes it's, like twitching i'm having like a nervous twitch <laughs> why it's harder to it's harder to hold people accountable whenever there's so many more levels and so many more versions of a quote-unquote relationship without titles because you can just say well what how am i meant to know that we weren't allowed to sleep with anyone else you mm. know what i mean so i think that's the reason why but well, one of the reasons why modern dating is so hard it takes communication can you see my right eye yeah it looks like it's water it's, it's twitch no can you see the twitch no, there's no twitch. There's there's a twitch there. I this this whole it. thing is just like triggered a. Oh my god! There's like an olden day expectations with, with modern day, <sighs> mm. with a mixture of modern day of dating as well. I think a lot of it comes down to communication. Yeah. Massively, you go on a date with someone, and if, if a female is like, you know, hey, I'm not going to be sleeping with anyone else. It's like cool. If you expect that from the other person, you have to communicate it. If you're not going to do it and you're not going to communicate it, you can't expect it. Yeah you've got to have that like open communication and if someone's like well i'm scared it's going to scare him off well if you're just going to sit there and ponder with it and build a story of resentment towards that person you've already failed yeah i feel like where a lot of people are just afraid of getting it wrong you know what i mean yeah i think that was the issue people people are afraid of getting get it wrong the dating world wrong get or it getting wrong. it wrong yeah, with it. with the person that they're that they're with so they kind of tiptoe around situation tiptoe around how they feel because they, there may be a part of them that if they ask the question that it may be it may not be the answer that they want to hear and that's fine you know what i mean you got to put yourself out there get if, it wrong if it's something make a mistake yeah exactly fuck that. up like it's better to fuck up than not fuck at all you know and that's the thing exactly that and mm. also it comes down to even making your intentions known when you're ready like a lot of people would be in a a situation with a person and they would come up and ask someone what are we but it's just like why why are you putting the ball in their court when you're the one that's bringing up the conversation that's a very 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 good point you know what i mean that's I a think, very good point i think as someone who wants to know what a situation is like you don't ask what are we you lead with 
okay, we've got to this point. These are the intentions. This this is what I want. We've been doing for three months. I'm not asking you what we are. I'm telling you what I want. Fucking mate. You know what I mean? And yes. then once you tell them what you want, then now the ball's in their court and they're going to have to either say, um, well, I don't want that or this or I do want that. You know what I mean? I think when you ask what are we, you then give that person the power to decide. 100%. Because then now you're going to, it's almost you've given yourself an un- subconscious ultimatum. Because mm. like, if they say what I don't want, if they don't want it serious, but I do, then I'm going to either have to lie and say, okay, that's fine. Or I'm going to have to be like, okay, I'm out. And then it feels like you're the one that's lost control. 100%. But if you lead, if you like someone and, f- and if you lead with, okay, I like you, the, this is my intention, la da da And don't come out and saying, hey, um, this is my intention, um, I'm not dating anyone else, um, la da da But I'm not saying I don't want to be a girlfriend and boyfriend. It's just like, don't say that. Because then you're almost like putting two, two feet in and then you're kind of taking a step back by saying what you want, but also retracting a potential of what you want in the future. 100%. You know what I mean? Because if you say... If you want something... It's like it's exactly literally that's so I haven't really thought about it like that. That situation, I haven't been able to like coin like the feeling of that. But it's like, yeah, when you're ready to take it to the next level, if you want something, go to it with like, this is how I've been feeling, this yeah. is what I want moving forward. Are you able to match that? Yeah. Have a think about it. If you're not, cool, we'll split then, ways. Yeah. That's like that's such a healthy way to bring to that conversation of being like, Well, I'm feeling like I've got a thousand thoughts a minute, I'm gonna throw you the ball, what are we? Yeah, what it's are like, we? That's not fair. That's, that, not, that's fair. not fair in a situation. If you're mature enough to have that if you're mature enough to have those thoughts, you're mature enough to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. And that just comes down to like being communicative, being vulnerable, putting like opening up about these things, yeah. not not dumping your fears on someone else, but being vulnerable enough to be like, This is what I'm feeling, I'm expressing that to you. I'm are you able to match that? Let me know. And if they're not, then you know. That's fine. That's cool. Like, you know, that that's perfectly fine. But at least if you do that, you're like leading with the idea of like, I'm prepared to walk away from this situation because I've now let them know what I want mm-hmm. and they either can match it or they can't. Yeah. And there's no room for like negotiation there because you've basically just said to them, instead of going, well, what are we? It's like, this is my standard. Mm. Can you do that? You either can or you can't. And that's it. And that will create such a better experience where men and women don't walk away being like, oh, he fucked me around or he did this. And it's Mm. like, well, you potentially could have let yourself be in that situation, not just by meeting it where you wanted it to be, you know? So yeah, like fucking absolutely. Yeah, that's so important. And, And again, it's easier said than done because it does take a level of confidence and being actually aware of what you want. Because there's situations where a lot of people don't really know. They're like, but do I... That's okay, though. Yeah. But it's, it's you know, I, I spoke about one of my friends like this. It's like, it's okay to not know what you want, but just express the thoughts you're having. Mm. Hey, look, I'm, I'm not really sure where I'm going with this, but I've been feeling like I'm having a really good connection with you. I really want to keep seeing you. I'm just going to leave that there. What do you think about that? That's like, that's okay to say. You don't have to know everything. You don't have to know all the answers. Yeah. But just to be able to cof- effectively communicate. And people always like, oh, it's so much easier said than done. Yeah, but day, like one day, 
mm. starts with day one. Mm. If you never do it, you'll never, never. do it. It's yeah. always going to be hard until you do it. Any person that's a public speaker or that's a, a professional in what they do, they were never good at what they did when they first started. They just did they it. just did it. Fucking, what is it? It's called, you know, play confident until you become confident. Pretend to be the person you want to be until you become that person. Fake you know, it till you make it. Fake it, sorry, yeah, that's it. Fake <laughs> it till you make it. Stop, you know, thinking one day this will happen. Just start with day one. Just yeah. do it. Just throw yourself in the deep end. Make a mistake and learn from it. It's the only way you learn, isn't mm. it? One, uh, another, I think a hard thing in the dating game is <clears throat> one of the reasons why it's hard and it comes down to like expressing your feelings is, you know, it was a podcast I listened to recently, but he was saying, you know, we live in a world where, you know, men are told that, you know, move on, don't worry, there's plenty more fish in the sea, there's loads of other birds out there, you can do what you want. And women yeah. are taught that, you know, you're a badass bitch, you can do what you want, you can move on, there's plenty more guys, he didn't deserve you anyway. We're both just told the same thing, that wherever we come up against adversity, walk away from the situation and throw your towel in. Yeah. How does that give any kind of encouragement or help anyone that when you're going through a difficult situation, to just maybe do some, like, self reflection and try and work through those feelings you're having exactly how the fuck is anyone ever meant to learn from that yeah where where does that yeah, where does that come from i think that's a huge issue in the dating game people just throwing in the towel enough and it's not about not walking away from a toxic situation but asking yourself why am i having these feelings and yeah. where is this coming from and the reason why people are now being told that per se is the fact that they know that they have the options and they have it's access thousands. and yeah. they have the access and it's it doesn't even matter if the the options and the access that they they have are even good it's the fact that they just know that it's there mm. it's like it's like strength in numbers like you may have to date a hundred shit ones to find the good ones but at least you know throughout the dates of the hundreds you're probably going to have a decent time mm -hmm. as well even though you may find some shit ones you know that there's going to be a good time in there. And I think that's the issue when you can throw in the towel, put mm. more fish in the sea. It's the fact that people now do have access to all those fish that are in the sea. Years ago, you didn't. Like, you, you dated the person in your hometown or yep. the closest city. Yep. And that was all the fish that you got. Like, if you broke up with your girlfriend, then you kind of thought, shit, well, what am I going to do now? Whereas now, mm. if you break up with your girlfriend, your boyfriend, you literally have a whole, a whole Sydney to choose from Bondi's got bear fish Bondi's got loads of fish <laughs> Kudji's got loads of fish Bronte's got uh, loads of fish bear fish like all over the place so it's 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 the access that we have now and the options mm. and I think that's why people find it so easy to chuck the towel in yeah but I think it, again it's this is all subjective it all just comes mm. down to whether you feel that you've given everything that you can to mm. a relationship it's fine to say there's plenty more fish in the sea after you've tried to make something work your hardest, mm. I think. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't think it's. I don't think people should be thrown in the towel it's as also, easy it, as they do. It's also not about like. It's not about trying to get blood out of a stone and trying to force a situation that isn't working. But it's really asking yourself: Is have you asked the right questions and have you opened mm. yourself up in the right way to allow that experience? If that's what you're looking for, you know. I think there's a, and obviously that's completely subjective and yeah. depending where you are, but that just takes self-awareness for you to be able to like look at that line you know is it them or is it the fact that i'm not allowing that like level of communication am i just not ready for that have i not worked on those areas yeah. of my life you know is that why i'm throwing the towel in and that's fine to admit that because at least if you can admit that you can know that and you can work on it and that's mm. you know at the end of the day that's why we're here and that's the game of life you know to make yourself better every day and you know one percent every day is <clears throat> 365 at the end of the year yeah you know
a bloody good point. Where do we even start on this tangent? I feel like we've uh, gone for like five I don't know, we've, we've literally like just blown through. I, I had I had someone message me like recently and I was like, I nibbled a little bit because I was like, oh, just a moment of like, they were like, oh, you overthink relationships way too much. And I was like, ignorance is really bliss for some people, hey. And yeah, that's ignorant like, people, and, and, and that's why I responded. Yeah, ignorance is just like ignorant people are just always happy. Yeah, yeah. I was just people like, people who aren't self-aware yeah. are just always happy. Well, I was like, ignorance is bliss for people. Hey, and they were like, don't, don't know them, overthinker. And I just went, don't and know I the just person? left the message. Um, yeah, yeah, you do know the person. It's no one like in our in our friend group. Okay. Um, it's no one that anyone really. Yeah, but yeah, you you would have known of this person. But yeah, I was just like, fuck, <laughs> enjoy life. I mean, I don't think I don't think you do. It's, no, I, it's, uh, oh, no, I definitely don't think I do. I think people who don't, mm. I, you know what I think it is. I think when people look at life as it is now, they just look at it in a very compact, mm. compact situation. So for me, whenever I see people in relationships, or whenever I don't see people who try to become a better version of themselves, I think it's because they assume the life they have now is like fine. Mm. They're happy with the life they have now. But in my head. And I look at relationships, I'm like, it's well and good you're together now, four years in. I'm like, but will you be together in 50 years? And that's the way I look at it. It's like, you might think you have a great now. You've been together six, eight years. You've you're been just coasting? Yeah, you're just... I, I look at so many people, I'm like, mm. you're just coasting and you think you're okay. But wait until you actually have responsibilities beside yourselves. Mm. You have a mortgage, you might have kids, you might have a, a more important job. Wait, that's when shit's really going to hit the fan. Wait and I think, until you're off the visa. Yeah. <laughs> I think people who... I think people who aren't actively ensuring they're more aware of themselves, their their position in the relationships, or they're really happy with the relationship, mm. ensuring that they're they're constantly doing work in the relationship. It's okay now when you're in your early twenties. I think these are the probably the early twenties, early thirties will, will probably be the, the easiest and mm. probably the most fun times for a relationship. It's when you're older that you like the fruit's gonna like you mm. know what I mean. So I think. Whoever said you talk about relationships and I was just like, no, you don't. Yeah. Because this is something you should do because if you're wanting to be in a really strong, yeah. loving relationship, you need to do the work. It's made me more like a more confident in what I look for, where it's like I can see, am I going after that person to fill a, to fill a void of insecurity mm. or am I going after them because they actually make me feel really happy? Yeah. And knowing that is massive. Like yeah. it's massive. And if you haven't got the ability to ask yourself those questions or if you haven't yet, well then there's probably just a little bit of work that needs to be done there. And if you're just so flippant in your like behavior of, oh, I'm happy now, it's good, going good. Oh no, it's shit again. Oh, and it's happy. And you don't really look into why am I having these flippant emotions so mm. quickly and not looking into this. There's a big fucking problem that you're yeah. not dealing with, mate. Yeah, there is. Um, and so really stop looking at other people because if you think everyone else around you is overthinking you're probably just the one that doesn't think enough mm. 100% yeah. but yeah shut your mouth whoever that was yeah, you need to start thinking more about it piece of shit fucking piece of shit if you're mm. watching this on YouTube I'm staring at you through mm. the camera but um yeah yeah I think you've covered uh that was good mate I'm sweating I know 
I'll Bam. save a couple of the, those other bits for next time. Yeah, lovely. Well, Woo! thank you very much, everyone. That was therapeutic. That was. Dan did some projecting at the start. Mate, I feel, like, I feel like... The emotional bu- dumping. I felt like the bus was coming for a moment in the part <laughs> of that comment. We're not going to talk about what it was, but... Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, was, mate, my eyes what you, started twitching. I wasn't even, like, talking about you. I was like, are you just talking at me? <laughs> no, I wasn't. He's li- literally, I was like, everything you're saying is, like, is at me. I was like, fucking... I actually uh, wasn't, but... Um, when have you started reacting? Then I kind of put two and two yeah. together, but I just I just ignored it. My like avoidant attachment style was absolutely <laughs> screaming inside. Oh, that's hilarious. It's like run, 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 run. Uh, anyway, uh, that is for another much, day. Thank you very much for listening, guys. Like, share, subscribe, follow. Yes. Leave all the shitty and positive comments you, comments you want. We yes. love it. We thrive on it. Yes. We'll see you next time. Yes. And let us know any topics you want us to talk about as well. Any issues yes. or things you're going through. Send some voice notes. Send mm. some stuff because we love it. It gives us a good topic to talk about. And, yeah, yeah we appreciate all the support. Um, yep. Yeah. Goodbye. Peace and love. Stay safe. Peace.